I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with VEASAN's hockey betting analyst, Andy McNeil. Here is Danny Burke. What is happening, folks? And welcome into another edition of VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. Danny Burke and Andy McNeil here with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Appreciate you making some time. Lots to look forward to on today's episode. We're going to be lucky enough to be joined by Alex Smith. Pro Sports Better, co-host of the Ice Guys, one of the best when it comes to talking about betting the puck at AX Smith Sports, where you can follow him on Twitter. He'll be joining us momentarily to recap games one and two, and then look forward to his betting strategies for the remainder of the Stanley Cup final between Vegas and Florida. But how about it, my man, Andy? Geez, Vegas winning 7-2 to last night. Bobrovsky gets pulled, saving just 9 out of 13 shot attempts. Evolving Hockey has him at about minus 2.23 goal save above expected throughout the two games. Even Alex Lyon got in the mix and allowed three goals to get past him. Uh, Eden Hill still looking like a stud. Allowed a couple to go past, but uh, at least one of them he was kind of set up in a poor position. But his cons, my thoughts, have adjusted, as has Marcia Sos naturally. He ends with a two-goal, one-assist effort last night. My goodness, the guy is on fire. Again, we'll dive deeper into that when Alex joins us momentarily. But Andy, uh, again, Vegas just controlling the puck, controlling the game, and now controlling the series. What did you take away from game numero dos? 
Uh, well, how about Jack Eichel off the floor and on the board? What a what a play to set up Marceau for that second goal all alone. Florida, I mean, they just quit playing defense. I think they were just mesmerized by the fact that Eichel was back from the dead after getting crushed by Matthew Gajak, uh at the, at the, just a little bit earlier in the game. But um, yeah, just a, a great performance by Vegas. I mean, you score four goals at, before the midway point of the hockey game. Uh, you're going to end up sitting on that lead a little bit. So I think the the underlying metrics, uh, you know, they trend in Florida's direction, but uh, it's a bit misleading because Vegas was able to play defense and sit back. And they still added three more goals after after chasing Bobrovsky from the net. So a uh, great, great performance from Vegas all around. Uh, their offense just continues to click. Uh, I mean, we talk, we'll talk about it with, with Alex in a little bit, but, you know, more often than not, the Vegas Golden Knights are scoring four-plus goals in the playoffs, and uh, that's just something that the Panthers haven't done very often. So as far as an updated series price goes, I've got the Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup final 85% of the time. That converts to money line odds of minus 567. That means Florida should be priced around plus 567, of course, We've talked about it. I've got the the Golden Knights at minus one thirty on the series wager, uh, on a series wager from prior to the start of the the Stanley Cup Final. You've got them on the the series spread. I think they've got a seventy three percent chance uh, of covering the the one and a half game spread. So you're you're looking like you're in pretty good shape as well. Um, but yeah, eighty five percent chance to win the series, um, and and a seventy three percent chance to win in six or fewer games. They've got a 54% chance, according to my model, of getting this thing done in, in five games or less. Mm. Uh, their chances of sweeping around 26%. So, you know, they'll get this thing done in, in four games uh, quite often. I mean, not, not 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 more often than not, but 26% isn't nothing. And uh, Vegas has to just win two games here against a team that they've uh, they've kind of run out of the building the last couple of games. Yeah, and man, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky kind of shoved it to me in a bad way. I was expecting him to have a better performance, and instead he had his worst. And of course, uh, my underbet didn't necessarily look too pretty once Vegas tacked on the four goals, two in the first and then in the second, and then it was just all yeah. downhill from that point. And now looking into you game know, three, the total finally adjusts to six. He hurt me too because like we talked about before we started recording, him allowing four goals so early in the game mm-hmm. – um, just I I'm I'm really like looking for Shay Theodore, Alex Petrangelo, and Mark Stone to generate a bunch of shots. Luckily, at that point, Stone had either two shots or he had already gone over his two and a half shots on goal prop at, at plus one ten. But unfortunately, Petrangelo and Theodore didn't register a shot in the game. Um, and and it kind of makes sense because when you jump out to a four goal lead like that, you're not going to have all that much incentive to generate a bunch of offense. You're going to be playing defense. You're going to be trying to protect that lead. And that's what the Golden Knights did a lot of in the latter half of the game. So pretty much from the point that Sergei Bobrovsky was pulled on, uh, I knew I was I was kind of screwed as far as Theodore and, and Petrangelo went. So one and two night on the player props. Luckily, you know, Stone plus money helps out a little mm-hmm. bit, but uh, not really sure. I think I'll be back on Stone if the odds haven't changed all that much. I mean, this guy is just an engine right now, and he's just, you can tell how badly he wants this, and then that's showing up in, in, in the way he's shooting the puck. So uh, I might be back on Stone at even money or better, but um, but as far as Petrangelo and uh, Theodore go, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'd, I'd like to see their odds tick back up to where they were. Uh, in the previous game, but I'll consider it when the when the time comes and I see where the market is kind of settled at. 
Yeah, 16 shots on goal the last four games for Mark Stone. 10 in the first two games of the Stanley Cup final against Florida. He's registered a point in each effort thus far. So you're right. Stone has been making a great case in terms of considering to look at him betting-wise for his player props. And uh, yeah, we'll have to see where some of these other numbers kind of trend toward as we get into Game 3 and get closer again. That one happening Thursday evening down in Sunrise, Florida. So let's get into that a little bit more. So we will take a quick break here on Beeson's Hockey Betting Podcast. But when we return, Alex Smith, co-host of the Ice Guys and Pro Sports Handicapper, will be joining us. So stay with us. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, time to welcome in our guest for this edition of the Sensaki Betting Podcast, Alex Smith at AX Smith Sports, where you can follow him on Twitter, co-host of the Ice Guys and Pro Sports Handicapper. Been doing awesome covering the puck, especially when he's been hopping on here the few times that he has throughout the Stanley Cup postseason. Alex, a pleasure to have you on as always, my man. So Andy and I shared our brief thoughts to get things kicked off naturally, but uh, what did you make of, I guess, both game one and game two, Vegas taking full control of this series early on? And then last night, of course, getting that 7-2 to dub. We saw Bobrovsky get pulled. Vegas shifts to a $5 favorite. Florida about plus 400. What are we thinking uh, at this point in the series, my friend? Yeah, it's it's kind of a flip-flop series in my head, the way I look at game one and two, because I would have you know, not had a problem had Florida played like they did in game two and game one. You know, we, we're expecting a little bit of rust with the 10 days in between off, you know, Vegas being at home, that, that big, uh, you know, home crowd edge. So I wouldn't have, you know, been shocked to see a bunch of chippiness and animosity and, and then, you know, Florida loses 7-2 in game one. But the fact that you lost a close game in game one, where, I mean, the game was tied 2-2 in the third period before you got, you know, a couple of goals, a couple of breakdowns late by Florida and then an empty net goal late by Vegas to make it 5-2. So that, the score's a tad bit misleading. The fact that you come off of that of that loss and you had a couple of days to, you know, get back in the groove of things and, and get ready for game two, and they just came out completely lifeless in the first period. Vegas dominated them from end to end and uh, never really let Florida get set, get comfortable, and then Florida went right back to what they did at the end of the game one. Uh, you know, try to be dirty, try to get under the, you know, Aiden Hill skin, they're poking at him, you know, they're, you know, hacking away, Eichel getting hit, you know, which was a clean hit, but, you know, they're trying to change the momentum and, and change the tide, and it just wasn't working, and, and the referees weren't having any of it, that's why it's so funny looking at the box score, it looks like something out of the 90s, you just see misconduct, misconduct, roughing, misconduct, unsportsmanlike conduct, it's just, just a, a laundry list of penalties that were called late in the, in, in the, in the second and third periods. And uh, yeah. Vegas has all the momentum now flying back to Sunrise for game three and four. Yeah, it's funny that you say that. I know we had we had Michael Leboff on from the Action Network earlier in the playoffs, and he, he likes to say that, uh, you know, when you take that approach, that, that physical kind of playing the long game, trying to wear down your opponent in a seven-game series, that you're putting water in the basement, right? You're, 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 you're breaking away at the, the foundation of a team. Uh, in hopes at, at getting at them later. But the fact that Florida wasn't able to steal one of these games in Vegas really kind of, you know, takes away from from trying, if they, if that's what the strategy they were trying to implore there, you know, or employ there, um, as far as, you know, chipping away, playing physical, trying to trying to change the momentum of the series. I mean, it would really would have helped them if they were able to steal one of those games, and they haven't. And now the Golden Knights and the Panthers, they've got a couple of days in between games here um, with a with a longer break because of the the travel across country, uh, and I think that's gonna you know help help the Vegas Golden Knights specifically kind of heal from some of those bumps and bruises because the Panthers have been throwing a lot more hits. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the thing with, with Florida, you know, they finally met their match and met a team that can play the same style. They're four check heavy, like to take the body and, you know, they're getting, you know, matched in that, in that department and, and for lack of a better term, getting out class uh, in, in these first two games, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Toronto, Carolina, even Boston with the way they played the first round, they couldn't bring the body like this to Florida the way Vegas can. So like I said, yeah, having the, the extra day off is going to be huge for Vegas. They get acclimated to the, the, to the time change and, and being in, you know, in the new location, you know, keep in mind, they haven't really had to go East, uh, you know, this entire postseason. They pretty much played, you know, you talk about, you know, central time in Dallas, central time uh, or mountain time in Edmonton. So getting acclimated, does that change for the first time in, you know, three or four months, you know, one thing you're doing that February or March and you just get kind of just, you know, regularly go through it. So having that extra day, I think it would be huge for Vegas, but Florida is going to have to play this like a game seven, honestly, especially in the first 20 minutes of uh, a game three. Yeah, no doubt. And Alex, again, you know, something to look forward to, of course, is going to be the goaltending situation. How does Sergei Bobrovsky respond, let in four goals throughout the first 30 minutes in this game? I mean, obviously, we've seen him be an absolute beast throughout this postseason, but he finally has looked human these first couple of games. What are you expecting between the pipes out of Sergei Bobrovsky? Yeah, I mean, that's tough because, you know, if we look through the entire body of work this season and the postseason, we're not surprised, right? Like if, if this was a regular season, oh, he's, you know, been running hot and he's had, you know, a six game win streak. And then all of a sudden he, you know, goes in the next two games, gives up four goals in each. That's something we could, we, we wouldn't have shocked any of us to say that about Sergey Bobrovsky in January or February. But now because of the great run that he was in, like I said, the Carolina series, I think he only allowed six goals in four games. And now here he is in, you know, what, 27 minutes in one game and 60 in the other, and he's given up eight goals. So, it's 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 tough. You know, he's been the guy that's been carrying you, and now he's starting to fall apart. You know, Matthew Kachuk's been the, the forward, the skater that's been carrying them. Now he's starting to fall apart, taking all these penalties. Their core is starting to slowly unravel, and it's just at the absolute worst time. And then, Alex, I know what we've talked to you in the past, a lot of discussions have centered around Con Smythe, and I know you had a pretty good slate of guys uh, filled out to get yourself set up for the Stanley Cup. Did you have a good amount of dudes in terms of these two teams matching up in the finals? And uh, if so, you know, how are you looking in that regard? No, well, so I had Sergey Bobrovsky right mm. before, um, right when, when Florida won against Carolina. The reason for that was I figured, okay, one of two things will happen. Florida wins the Stanley Cup, or Vegas wins the Stanley Cup, and it's going to be a tight six, seven game series. We're going to see a lot of overtimes. Bobrovsky's still going to play incredibly well, and the fact that he didn't even start the postseason and had this great body of work, and even if, okay, in a losing effort, I figured Bobrovsky had enough where if he had one more good series, he could win the Smythe even if Florida loses and Vegas wins the Stanley Cup. Uh, we don't see that too often, but that was the, the process behind that. And then for Vegas, I took a small shot with Aiden Hill. It was a 10 to 1 before game one, which I thought was just insanely high. Uh, and, and now that, you know, value is all out the window because Jonathan Marshall, so basically, as far as I'm concerned, he won the con Smythe last night. If Vegas is going to win this thing, uh, yeah, you, I, you can throw Eichel and Hill and everybody else that's, that's in Vegas out after last night. Yeah, I've got to agree with you there, Alex. I mean, Marcia so has just come up huge in, in the final so far. And 
Um, there, there's still time for, for some players to make an impact, but the fact that he leads all players in goals and points right now is uh, is a big thing. And I mean, just just to just to flashback to Leon Drysaddle still sitting there with 13 <laughs> goals in the playoffs. My God, right. if 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 only he could have gone to the Stanley Cup final, that 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 Conn Smythe Trophy bet would have been a, a winner, I think. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Marchessault's award to to win now or to lose, I should say. And uh, I, I think, you know, looking at Vegas, I mean, it, it just made it so tough heading into this final. They have so much depth. And and like I said to Danny yesterday, uh, you know, I, there, there are four or five players here that, that would not, I would not be shocked to see any of them win the Conn Smythe. But, but now with Marcheseau with the two goals and an assist and two assists, sorry, uh, in the, in the two games versus Florida, he's really uh, put himself in that front runner position, but you know, Vegas has gotten nine goals from or, or 12 goals from nine different players. And uh, they still haven't gotten goals from Eichel, Barbashev, uh, Stevenson, Carlson, uh, Carrier. Uh, it, it's incredible that the, the, the depth that they displayed in this, these two games so far. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny. I woke up this morning and, you know, the first thing I do is grab my phone, check lines. And I was checking with one of my offshores. John the Marshall to win the stand, to win the Con Smythe is now even money. He was mm-hmm. plus five fifty before puck dropped yesterday, and I think he was seven fifty or seven hundred before the series started. So, uh, you know, everybody's kind of looking at the same thing that yeah, it's been such a log jam with Vegas because everybody's been contributing, but Marshall has certainly put himself, uh, I think, leaps and bounds in front now. It would take a, it would pretty much take Aiden Hill to probably have shutouts the rest of the way to maybe leapfrog in front of that. It would have to be something extraordinary, as far as I'm concerned. Vegas wins this thing. Marshall's winning the contest. Yeah, Marsha. So I'm even seeing I one book here in Illinois, Alex. I think I saw him as high as like minus 120, but it seems like now even minus 105, a little bit more consensus. Aiden Hill at DraftKings, he's five to one. Yesterday we were talking about on the show, he was eight to one. So uh certainly after that dub last night, he moved down a little bit too. Jack Eichel plus 425. Matthew Kachuk, 10 to 1. Bobrovsky moves all the way down to 13 to 1 in terms of the con Smythe. Uh, okay, fellas. Well, let's go ahead and get a brief preview here for game three. It looks like Florida opened anywhere from about minus 120 to minus 125. Vegas on the opener about plus 105 to plus 111, depending on where you were looking. And the total now is ticked up to six. Uh, Alex, I'll let you take the stage first. And then Andy, obviously, we'll get to you. I know you had an awesome write up about game three already posted at vison.com. But Alex, have you pulled the trigger on anything looking forward to game three back in Sunrise? Yeah, so it's funny. I <laughs> literally made the same bet against Florida right now that I did a year ago when it was game three. And I actually I made that during game two of that series with Tampa and Florida, but but I'm I'm making it here in game three. I'm taking a shot with a small shot with Florida, the first period puck line. So I'm laying a half a goal at plus one eighty. Florida doesn't win the first period. The series is over. It's just a matter of whether it's four games or five games. And I don't know if Florida's going to win game three. I just trust them to at least come out with the utmost energy in the first 20 minutes of play at home uh, with these days off. If they don't cash that, then I'm also already having it in pocket. I'm taking Vegas uh, to sweep uh, at plus 300 and Vegas to win 4-1 at plus 250. If Florida cannot win that first period, I don't think they win the game. And I don't think they win the series and, and it could easily be a four nothing route or they salvage it in game four and, and go back to Vegas and then they get bounced. So that's that's the mode of, op- of uh, attack I have Florida first period uh, puck line. And if they don't cash out of there, then 
I, I've got some small plays in pocket with Vegas to sweep and Vegas to win in five. Yeah, Andy, what are you thinking about uh, about Game 3 and then Alex's strategy going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think the series is is going in, in Vegas' direction, obviously. And I actually think they win Game 3 uh, roughly 51% of the time. So I like them at plus 105 or better, which is the consensus price that's showing on the Visa and Odds page right now, available at several books out there in the market. So shop around. I know a lot of shops have the the the, the Golden Knights listed at even money, but... Um, I, I just think there's enough value here to justify betting Vegas. And uh, I, there were some better prices right after game two, but uh, those have, have ticked down towards uh, in the Golden Knights direction. So um, I, I still think there's some value there. But for me, it's just uh, Vegas's depth. I mean, even if some of their shooters that have been good so far in the playoffs go cold or so, so far in this series go cold, uh, like I said, they've still got several players that are knocking on the door ready to make an impact ready to find the back of the net. And it's going to be really hard for the Panthers to contain this, uh, this golden Knights team. And, you know, to Alex's point that I see where he's coming from. Totally. Um, I'm, I'm still a bit hesitant to think that the Panthers are going to bring uh, or be able to match uh, the golden Knights effort early. I think Vegas has been just so much more prepared and, you know, you really expected to see the Panthers come out with a lot of juice in the first period of game two, and that just didn't happen. So um, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens here, but I think like Alex said, if, if they don't win the first period, if they don't get out and score a couple of goals uh, and, and create some separate, separate themselves a bit from the, the golden Knights here, it's going to be tough. I mean, Vegas has scored four or more goals in 13 out of 19 games so far this postseason. The the Panthers have only hit that mark six times. So I just think it's going to be really hard for uh, for Florida to, to match them offensively uh, unless Sergei Bobrovsky is, is just out of this world or unless Aiden Hill totally falls apart. But he's playing with a ton of confidence right now, so I, I find that pretty unlikely too. Yeah, and uh, Florida right now consensus minus 125 at our Visa and Odds page. Vegas, you can still get about plus 105. Andy, I know you got a pretty good price last night around that plus 111 range. Uh, total at six, again, has ticked up a little bit. Alex, I wanted to ask you this, too. I mean, again, because like you're saying, you're looking at Florida for that first period. If they don't capitalize there, you don't necessarily love their chances for the remainder of the game. If this first period, I don't know, let's say maybe got knotted up uh, nothing apiece or even one to one apiece, would you maybe kind of shift your attention into live betting the game going forward? Uh, Maybe looking at Vegas, considering they didn't fall down. Does it all matter how the first period went down exactly? Or do you kind of have a strategy if that were to occur heading into game three? No, I definitely will be. I will be intently watching uh, the first 20 minutes of play because that will dictate how I'm going to bet live. I'm also going to be doing the same thing I've done in games one and two, waiting a little bit, you know, five, six minutes into the first period. I mean, we, you know, can really wait till 10 minutes in the last two games to get the best of the number betting that first period over. And we've seen that cash in in both games. Vegas now, I think 12 and one, the last 13 games to the first period over. That's a, a hell of a run in any point of the year, but certainly to, to do that in the playoffs is, is, is big. So I'll be looking at that as well. I'm hoping that Florida can maybe grab two goals in, in that first period cash, maybe the first period over live as well as that puck line. But that still doesn't necessarily mean that I'm oh, I'm all on Florida the rest of the way in that game. I, if, if that happens, exactly as I say, I'm more than likely going to be betting Vegas to score next goal in that second period uh, to try to, to, to equalize things and see if they can get the balance back in their favor. It's something I, I was doing a live bet cast last night on my podcast, the Ice Guys, and that was a strategy we all kind of talked about at first. 
when the first period ended, we're like, wow, you know, Vegas had all the momentum. Do we look at Florida to get the first goal in the second period, which is something you can bet at a lot of different shops? We all decided, no, the momentum's still at Vegas, so we ended up betting Vegas to score the first goal in the second period, not the third goal of the game. Got plus 125, and all of us hit it uh, on air, so that was a, a lot of fun. And, and that's the way to attack these tight series, these playoff series, you know, breaking things down in-game, just, you know, reading what you're seeing and, and, and betting it accordingly. Good deal. Alex Smith, folks, make sure you follow him on Twitter at AXSmithSports. And again, like he just mentioned, co-host of the Ice Guys, they do tremendous work. So make sure you get in touch with that program as well. Alex, appreciate the time as always, my man. Uh, Best of luck with your bets and your strategies going forward. And uh, hopefully the rest of the Stanley Cup final treats you well. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, once again, a big thanks to Alex Smith for hopping on VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. Remember, you can follow him on Twitter at AXSmithSports, co-host of the Ice Guys and pro sports handicapper. Tremendous knowledge when it comes to the puck. He's been having himself a great Stanley Cup postseason, I know. And uh, yeah, and kind of like his strategy there when he's talking about looking at the Panthers' first period, but then also a little bit of uh, security in terms of a different way to approach it with looking at the Knights to then sweep and or win in five games. And man, by all indications, I know, it, you know, anything can happen here. Florida's a feisty team, but by all indications, post games one and two, it's certainly looking like it could head in that direction. Yeah, I mean, playoff Bob has turned into pumpkin Bob again, right? So <laughs> it's uh, yep. it, it looks like Vegas has the series in hand, but I mean, you know, I, I've watched hockey for a long time, as I know you have, and a lot of our, our listeners have, and uh, you, you can never count the team out in, until they're out, right? I mean, I, I'm a Boston Bruins fan, as most of you know, or at least I was up until the, these playoffs. I, I'm, I'm, my, my, my status as a Boston Bruins fan is up for uh, is, is up in the air for the first time mm-hmm. in my entire life. But um, back in 2011, it was actually yesterday, it was the Monday was the... I, I think the anniversary of the game two in 2011, when Vancouver won in overtime to take a 2-0 series lead, uh, they went back to Boston and, and of course got crushed in game three, got crushed in game four, I believe, uh, and and lost the series in seven games. So uh, a little, just a reminder that you know everything, you know anything is possible, but uh, certainly with the way Vegas has has dominated these these first two games, at least on the surface. Uh, and and the amount of time that they've led, I mean, they've led for almost 75 minutes out of 125 minutes in these two games. So even though their underlying metrics might not look all that strong, I think they've got about a 55 or 45, sorry, 45 percent Corsi four shot attempt percentage, whatever you want to call it right now through two games. I mean, you kind of got to throw a little bit of that out the window uh, when you consider that they're just playing with a, a lead more often than not and and playing a lot of defense so um all credit to vegas their depth is just uh, on fire right now and it's it's going to be really hard for the panthers to contain that even if they're they manage like i said to uh to contain some of the guys like marcia so and and whatnot that that have scored in recent games you've got a lot of other players that are that are waiting to light the lamp and and will have their opportunities so i just i just think vegas has this one in hand and it'll be really uh, difficult to see the Panthers coming back from a, a 2-0 series deficit against this team. 
Yep, I hear you, my man. And that's music to both of our ears because, of course, Andy and I sweating out some series bets here with the Golden Knights, a team that has done us dirty a few times throughout this postseason. Now, uh, hopefully, uh, continuing to treat us well throughout the Stanley Cup final. And again, folks, they're about minus $5 on the adjusted series price. Florida at plus 400. And then in terms of game three, right now, you can get the Florida Panthers anywhere from about minus 120 to minus 125. And if you do like that plus money with BGK as the road underdog, I'm seeing anywhere from even money. And then Circa actually has plus 110 as we're sitting here on Tuesday, June 6, uh, a little bit later in the morning. So uh, make sure you shop around and look for the best number possible. But that's what we have to look forward to coming up on Thursday. Remember, no game tomorrow or tonight. It's going to be happening on Thursday as the series shifts back to sunrise florida so andy and i will have you covered back on thursday until then folks again always appreciate it if you like and subscribe to the podcast make sure you check out andy's articles over at vsin.com follow him on twitter at digital gambler myself at danny burke five best of luck with your wagers in the meantime we'll talk to you on thursday until then take care The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.